Hello everyone, my name is Linda. Welcome to another episode of the Back of Cards. This is my personal story, a board diary, and a detailed chronicle journey journal of my experiences as an entrepreneur, a small business owner in Abuja, Nigeria in West Africa. I share about how my entire life as I knew it crumbled right before my eyes like a pack of cards because of a death cycle I had gone into. I share about how I went into deep depression and how I battled suicidal thoughts. This isn't an easy story to tell because of the shame, the brokenness, and how badly perceived it seems through the eyes of perfect people. But I do know that perfection is a myth and it doesn't exist. To keep track of this story and understanding, you have to go back to the first episode listen through to the episodes before this one. The reason I'm doing this podcast is to help me, first of all, through my healing process, to help me unburden, and also I am hoping that at least one person can learn a lesson, one person can be inspired. From my experience and everything I went through in the course of this whole day. I will continue the episode from where I stopped. The day that I had gotten this news, even though I was devastated, it had still not dawned on me yet how ugly the situation was or how bad it could get. So, the next few days became even darker than the first day. I intermittently had mixed emotions of anger, regret, pain, disappointment, betrayal, loss, and shame. And here's why. I was disappointed because it didn't go as planned. I was disappointed felt betrayed and angry at the agents. I was angry at the process. I was angry at myself. I felt anger, resentment and regret at myself for allowing it happen. I felt it was my fault that it happened. I felt that I could have done more for it not to happen. Let me say here that Before this experience, I had always been my worst critic. I am so hard on myself. I set a standard for myself that each time it ever falls short, myself becomes in trouble with myself at least for a long time. This used to be me. I was that person. Well, 
in the course of this within that period I began to doubt every capability that I ever possessed I would even hear the imaginary voices of people who looked up to me my friends and family telling me I had failed telling me I was now in trouble I have become a debtor that I was going to bring shame to myself, my family, my friends, and particularly that chain of relationship. You know, it was my friend who introduced me to his girlfriend, who introduced me to her guardian, who introduced me to the person who loaned me the money to invest in the first place. So I was clothed in shame. I was in this state for at least a month. Then deep inside, I still somehow was in denial. So I, I would still pray and hope that I get a call that some miracle had happened. I also got to the stage where I deeply hoped and wanted to at least even see a video of the perishable goods that had gone bad but eventually released to me so I could get closure. It was all kinds of emotions. I had graduated to the point where at the times that I was angry and in my bouts of anger, I would call the agent and threaten to send law enforcement agents to him to pick him up, to return my goods, my shipment or return my money. Again, I started to suspect everyone. I was playing out random crazy scenarios in my head like something like the agent in Lagos couldn't have even shipped the items and maybe he sold them or the agent in South Africa received them and decided to corner the items or probably the client whom I assumed could have strong ties at the airport since it was his uh, country of residence. He could have cornered the items. It was a crazy one month. And also remember that the first month had passed when I discovered this. So I was in the second month and it was dark. I had stopped coming out at all hardly even come downstairs I lost appetite I lost all interest in communicating with anyone at all people in my compound even noticed it my landlord he called me in for a talk and I got all the regular judgments about oh you should have done your homework and then he also got me to the point where he said you just have to be strong and move on so I, we, we had that conversation. But all I was thinking about was how was I going to pay the money I owed? That was it. And a friend of mine who had asked me to fast and pray, she was going to join me for three days, even though she lived in another country. The aim of this fast was to ask for direction, 
you for some miracle. So we did it for three days. She kept faith with me. And after it, I realized that time was running up. We were already in the third month. And I needed to do something fast. So I started looking for where to borrow money because it seemed like my only option to borrow the amount I owed with the interest and pay it back in full. It was all I could think of. I was thoroughly ashamed. I didn't know how to start explaining this story that didn't even sound real to people who didn't even know me that well. And then, most importantly, I didn't even have adequate knowledge of debt management or any financial knowledge enough to help scale me through this bridge. It was something I had not seen before. How was I even going to explain to the lady what consolidation meant? A word that was alien to me and I had only discovered and was yet to even understand how it works. As the days to remit what I owed drew closer, I had more sleepless nights and the pressure to look for money had increased. I started going helter-skelter, calling people I knew, googling and checking financial institutions I could go to for a loan. Of course, no one was going to give me that amount of money for free. At least I didn't know such a person. And so, while I was doing all this, because I needed to be online all the time, I would still show up online and be as happy as I should be. But back in my room, physically, the blinds were permanently down and dark. I had lost appetite. I was worried. I was irritated. I was pressured. It was different kinds of emotions. I was afraid. I was ashamed. All in one. And so someday I went somewhere, a financial institution, to make inquiries. And then I met an old classmate. So I confided in him and he told me he knew a lady, a VIP lady. She was kind of high profile in the society, she still is. She runs a couple of businesses, but the problem is she was inaccessible because of her status. He said to me he had access to her, but that he would reach her and get back to me. He also told me that there was a condition attached. And the condition is, I will give him the same percentage that the lady is giving me as interest. I will give him that amount once I am being paid. I was desperate. I said, okay. And then he got back to me, I think a day later. 
had said to me she had agreed we arranged a meeting we went to meet her where she was and true to his words she was what he said he is she she is i saw the orderlies the police protection the cars and everything i went into her office it was in one of her business places and so she agreed to give me the money two million naira at 15 percent interest which was higher than what i had even borrowed that's how my debt cycle began so i agreed the duration was supposed to be for three months she would give me the two million naira almost immediately and I would pay the 15% interest which was 300,000 naira every month for three months then I also had the 15% interest to pay to my classmate who had brought me to her as his commission The excitement that I had covered this shame or the shame was about to be covered did not allow me to see that I had just dug a deeper hole. She gave me a check. I went to the bank where I had deposited the check. I waited. I received a credit and transferred the money right there to this first lady who had borrowed me the money to invest. I paid her full sum, one million naira, and her interest for three months, 300,000 naira. And remember the other 400,000? I also paid the 400,000, and their interest for three months was 120,000. So the total came up to 1,820,000. Now I had to give my classmate as a grade his 150,000. And so I Before I gave him the 150,000, I had explained to him that the money will not be enough because I had a breakdown already. If I gave him 300,000, which is 15%, I won't be able to sort out the bills. So he said, based on our relationship that we've known each other already, that I could give him a hundred and fifty thousand and I was just one time you know and so I gave him the one hundred and fifty thousand and I was left with thirty thousand naira in my account when I finished that transaction I 
had to call my cousin because she helped me to guarantee me as my classmate will not guarantee me. So I called her to brief her. She was the only family member I had dragged into all of this mess. I called her to brief her how it went. Then I drove to the first lady's house, the lady who had given me the loan to invest, the lady whom her money had now sunk, where the whole debt began. So I drove to her office. I met with her. She confirmed receipt of her money. And then I decided to tell her that this was what transpired. That the money she gave to me, the items were seized. And this was the situation I was in. She empathized with me quite all right. And she also said, in all honesty, she said to me, I should have mentioned. I thought that that was good, but she didn't offer to return the money back to me considering I had just sent it to her. It was barely an hour. So, what that meant to me was that it, it was an, an irrevocable action. It wasn't something she was going to help me with or overturn. I got back home that day after my post-mortem of the day like I do every day. I was happy the day went well. I met up the my payment, my repayment that gave me sleepless nights. But on the other hand, I felt sunken that the debt had now risen to 2 million with an interest rate of 300,000, 15% interest, which is 300,000 naira every month for three months, which will total 2 million 900,000. My debt cycle had started in earnest. I looked back at my account balance of the 30,000 and it just didn't make sense. And in trying to justify this, my action for that day, whether I agreed if the action was fair or not fair, whether I did the right thing or not, I still looked at it like it was either I faced the perceived consequences I had at the time, or it was a choice for me to have taken the money or I should have left it. But now the deed was already done. My next debt to repay will be 2.9 million to this lady my classmate had introduced me to at the end of three months. She's the wife of a big man, as we say in Nigeria. She had the contacts, she had the power, she had everything. And at the end of that three months, it will be December of 2018. I looked closely and realized I was spiraling or had already spiraled into this deep hole. I 
think I'll stop this episode here. It has gotten longer again. Um, remember, a pack of cards is my personal story. It's a pod diary and a journal of how I got into debt and how the debt got me into deep depression how I battled with suicidal thoughts and how my life eventually crumbled right before my eyes. I'm sharing this podcast because I want to unburden, I want to complete my healing process and I'm hoping that at least one person will benefit from my story. They will learn something. They will be encouraged about something. They will be inspired by something. Thank you all for listening. Be safe. Bye-bye.